class, class. Class of class? Yes, sir, yes. All right, folks. Welcome to Bourbon and... Boxed Wine. A day in the life of a teacher. So, Anderson, this brings us to five nights of Halloween. This is the second night. How are you over there? I'm lovely, and yourselves? I am fantastically well. All right, my little ghouls and goblins and scary little zombies, gather around the fire because this is a kid-friendly episode. This one, folks, is entitled The Big Toe. A boy was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something. So he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. The boy took the toe into the kitchen and he showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump, she said. I'll put it in the soup and we'll have it for supper. That night his father carved the toe into three pieces and they each had a piece. Then they did the dishes and when it got dark, they went to bed. The boy fell asleep almost at once, but in the middle of the night, a sound awakened him. It was something out in the street. It was a voice, and it was calling to him. Where is my toe? It groaned. When the boy heard that, he got very scared. But he thought, it doesn't know where I am. It will never find me. Then he heard the voice once more, only now it was closer. Where is my toe? It groaned. The boy pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes. I'll go to sleep, he thought. When I wake up, it'll be gone. But soon he heard the back door open, and again he heard the voice. Where is my toe? It groaned. Then the boy heard footsteps moving through the kitchen, into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall. Then slowly they climbed the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where's my toe? The voice groaned. His door open. Shaking with fear, he listened as the footsteps slowly moved through the dark toward his bed. Then they stopped. There's my toe, the voice groaned. You got it! Jeez. <laughs> and that, boys and girls, was the big toe from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Collected by Alvin Schwartz. Illustrated by Brett Helquist. Did I scare you over there, Anderson? A little bit, yeah. You should have been paying attention to me. Well, I'm sorry my reading was so boring for you, Anderson. I'll try not to let your story put me to sleep. <laughs> what do you have for us tonight, Anderson? I have a story from Scary Stories 3. More Tales to Chill Your Bones, also by Alvin Schwartz. 
It's called Just Delicious. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. George Flint loved to eat. Each day at noon, he closed his camera shop for two hours and went home for a big lunch with his wife, Mina, that cooked for him. George was a bully, and Mina was a timid woman who did everything he asked because she was afraid of him. On his way home for lunch one day, George stopped at the butcher shop and bought a pound of liver. He loved liver. He would have Mina cook it for dinner that night. Despite all his complaints about her, she was a very good cook. While George ate his lunch, Mina told him that a rich old woman in town had died. Her body was in the church next door. It was in an open coffin. Anyone who wanted to see her could. As usual, George was not interested in what Mina had to say. I've got to go back to work, he told her. After he left, Mina began to cook the liver. She added vegetables and spices and simmered it all afternoon, just the way George liked it. When she thought it was done, she cut off a small piece and tasted it. It was delicious, the best she had ever made. She ate a second piece, then a third. It was so good she could not stop eating it. It was only when the liver was all gone that she thought of George. He would be coming home soon. What would he do when he found that she had eaten all of the liver? Some men would laugh, but not George. He would be angry and mean, and she did not want to face that again. But where could she get another piece of liver that late in the day? Then she remembered the old woman lying in the church next door waiting to be buried. George said he had never had a better dinner. Have some liver, Mina, he said. It's just delicious. Uh, I'm not hungry, she said. You finish it. That night, after George had fallen asleep, Mina sat in bed trying to read, but all she could think about was what she had done. Then she thought she heard a woman's voice. Who has my liver? it asked. Who has it? Was it her imagination? Was she dreaming? Now the voice was closer. Who has my liver? it asked. Who has it? Mina wanted to run. No, no, she whispered. I don't have it. I don't have your liver. Now the voice was right next to her. Who has my liver, it asked. Who has it? Mina froze with terror. She pointed to George. He does, she said. He has it. Suddenly the light went out and George screamed and screamed and screamed. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite.